Hello. Hello. How are you, darling? I'm fantastic. How the fuck are you? I'm doing well. What have you been up to? Uh, not a ton. How was your Saint viewing party? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good for the record. Amazing. Oh, do you think I didn't watch it as well? <gasps> did you? Oh, fuck, of course I did. Oh my gosh. So to catch everyone up, right after we recorded our last episode, it was brought to both... <laughs> Amy Mine's <laughs> attention that we were both obsessed with the 1997 Val Kilmer vehicle, The Saint, and obsessed. that Amazon Prime had it for like 12 more days. Yes. So of course we both watched we it. We both watched it. Oh my God. You know, when there's a, a song that you loved and you haven't heard in 20 years and you're like, I couldn't even tell you a lyric. Yes. And then it starts. And, and you know everything about it. That's yes. exactly what The Saint was. Yes. Oh. There were some moments that I was like, this is cheesier than I remember, but I was still 100% here for it. The scene where she like opens up all of her little like... I'm sorry. Oh, oh. that got me so much. Oh. And I love you for like literally knowing exactly. Of course. Yes. Oh my gosh. It got me so bad. Oh my God. It, you know, it's really good though. Yeah. It's funny because when I looked it up, uh, I read like some reviews. They're like, ah, this is kind of trash. It yeah, they great. were. And, and Val they were Kilmer... Right, right. And Val Kilmer was kind of like, wow, we fucked that movie up, didn't we? <laughs> Disagree. Yeah, then I watched it. I, was I like, thought it was expecting wonderful. Expecting it yeah. to not be great. And I was like, I'm sorry, this is great. It's so good. Thank I'm you. really enjoying this. <laughs> I did so too. Good. I really liked it. I'll find you. You found me. Yes. Uh, uh, and like, so sweet. like mid to late 90s, Val Kilmer was peak oh, hotness. Yeah. Holy oh, fuck. Oh yeah, he could get it. For oh. sure. Oh my God. For sure. So good. I know. I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I found myself like getting like very like giddy and doing like my little like clap that I do. Yeah. Over like just little things that I had forgotten about it. Oh my God, for sure. But like, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I was glad we had that bonding moment. And despite my, uh, my atheist upbringing, I was super into the fact that like he named himself after the Catholic saints and it yeah. was always a saint name. I was like, oh, that's so cool. He's so cool. Yeah. All of his different personas are saints. Like, ah, I love that. I same yeah, <laughs> and like, and there's a there's a scene where he, where he's doing recon on on Elizabeth Shue, who's the who's the female protagonist. She's so cute she's and like so cute. slightly awkward. She's like the perfect balance of like you can actually believe that she's adorably like awkward and yeah. not socially adept, but it's still it's still fucking gorgeous. smoking hot because she's totally. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, exactly. I mean, fuck yeah, and like when he's doing recon as to like you know, getting all the information about who she is and he's putting together like who it is that she should meet. It's like, yes, she needs a poet. Yes. An artist. Someone who understands. And then he's like, she needs Thomas More. I'm like, fuck, yes. Yes. Oh. I'm fucking here for all of this. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed. And maybe it was a trash movie. I'm okay I fucking with it. love it. Yes. I'm okay with it being a trash movie. Uh, if it was like, I'm down for it. It's so good. And then true to form, I had to do the deepest dive into the saint. So I read like, <gasps> Girl, I, that's just my baseline for I know. everything. Tell me, what'd you find out? <laughs> this is probably really stupid, but I found it interesting. So I read all the IMDb trivia facts. Yes. you got to. And something that I never noticed. Oh my God, tell me. Was that at the very end when he's in his car and, and you hear the radio saying like, this donation was made to the Red Cross and this donation was made to this and blah, blah, blah there's a lighting effect that makes it look like he has a halo. <gasps> and it's super cheesy, but I, I love it. I didn't realize that at all. Yeah, yeah. 
damn it, is my 12 days up? Can I go back and see this? I don't I think, think so. I think we got yeah. like a few I think more I'm, days. Yeah. All right. I think I'm good. I'm going to have to Because have to realistically, I'm probably going to watch it again. It's so good. It I was loved nice it. to just like throw it on in the background too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it too. Loved that was it. such a nice like blast in the past. That was a nice uh, oh, moment of nostalgia for me. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know anyone else who's really like seen that movie and was like into that movie. So when oh. we like bonded over it, I was like, literally like stop everything. What? Oh, my older brother was obsessed with that movie. We had the love it so much. soundtrack <gasps> on compact disc. <gasps> That's how you know. That's how you fucking know. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it was great, though. It was wonderful to yes. watch it. And it was much better than I was afraid it was going to be. Same. I was like, I'm going to watch this and be like, what the fuck was fucking middle school Amy thinking? Because clearly. No, I think I was nailing Oh, it. yeah. No. No one else had seen the same. So good. I was good. just kind of like, you don't know. I did have a moment rewatching it where I was like, I didn't realize that he actually, like, seems to model his uh like poet character like after the way her like dad yeah kind of did and i was like hmm i was like i get it but also noted you know <laughs> it was interesting because i i had a similar I was like, yeah i was like, like i didn't pick up on that the first time around well i remembered it and you know when it, when it came out, i was like oh yeah that's right and then i was like if some dude was trying to pull this on me and tried to physically be like my dad i'd be like you know i'm I'm not into this yes that's what i thought i was like she was very on board very quickly yeah panties are not hitting the floor no 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 no. and i love my dad i don't want to fuck my dad that's the difference you know call me controversial (laughs) (laughs) i mean after the story last week girl my fucking god i'm still not over it i'm never gonna get over never will be oh my fuck oh Um, my god uh a correction from me I am in episode seven of Dark Valley and not six. Oh, okay. Uh, episode six is out now and you're probably like, what the fuck? Monique yeah. wasn't even in this. This is bullshit. Right. I'm not in that. I'm in episode seven, which does drop on June 3rd. That okay. was correct. Okay. The I marked my calendar yes, already. The, top, the, the title of the episode is Sabrina. Ooh. Episode seven, June 3rd. Amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's okay because I also have a correction <gasps> And I have a kind of huge correction oh, shit. because I fucked up some very basic chemical shit. So now I have to eat a huge slice of humble pie and admit that... Alchemy is not real? Alchemy is real. However, I said electrons multiple times and the correct response was protons. So little refresher course for everybody. Atomic numbers, that is the amount of protons that are in that element. So hydrogen has one proton, helium two, et cetera, et cetera, goes on and on. That is basically the defining characteristic of that element. So if you add and subtract protons from the element, it creates a new element. So if you want to turn uh, lead, which is atomic number 82, has 82 protons into gold, which has 79, you would just remove three protons from lead and you would get gold. So technically oh. everything else is correct. They for sure made diamonds out of peanut butter. They can turn lead into gold. All of that is possible. However, you're just changing the amount of protons instead of the amount of electrons. In my defense, generally same amount of electrons as protons. And usually you're dealing more with electrons in chemistry because that's all about chemical bonds, all of that bullshit. But yeah, glaring error. They're probably going to rescind my chemistry degree for that. <laughs> but it's fine. I've accepted it. But there you go. Protons, not electrons. See, here's the thing. I'm a fucking dunce. And you totally could have gotten away. I was, I was, see, 
enthralled that this was even real. But the issue is we have brilliant Brilliant viewers. fans. Yes, I knew this. So we have to be on the up and up for you guys. I knew this. Because I knew somebody would call me out on it and be like, hey, you know how you said you had a chemistry degree? You're really fucking this up right now. So it's you guys. You guys keep us to a standard because you guys are fucking brilliant. Yes. So I admit shameful but i was just i was too engrossed in monique's vampire story like i was like holy shit our vampires real and i just maybe totally yeah i just totally blanked on on chemistry so very basic chemistry so apologies protons not electrons now we keep it straight now we know boom there you go great um i also would like to say for the record because i went on a very long um very intense rant about crime of the century Mm. and never once during that rant do i ever tell you how good and well done the documentary is so (laughs) apologies yeah while it's enraging it is a really good really well done documentary and i highly recommend you watch it just keep in mind you will be infuriated at the end of it so i felt that needed to be said because i did not do I feel like right by the documentary by just ranting nonstop about it for like a solid 10 minutes. And because you didn't finish it, correct? No, I had to take a break because right. it was too much all yeah. at once. Yeah. So so it isn't known if there's like a call to action of something we can do to be like. I do fuck? not know. Cool. We'll look into that. Yeah. And uh, we'll let you know. It's on my to-do list um, yeah. to distract myself from that. I did start watching Mare of Easttown. <gasps> Tell me everything. Which is super good. I watched the first two episodes in their entirety, and then I – it was very late by the time I was watching the third episode, and I was kind of, like, dozing off towards the end of it. So mm-hmm. I did not finish the third episode, but I'm, like, two-thirds of the way through it. Uh-huh. I'm obsessed. It's amazing. I'm so excited there's more episodes because oh literally, like, not going to lie, as soon as you leave, that's what I'm going to go do. <laughs> like, I love yeah. you, but, like, as soon as you're out of here, I'm immediately posting up in my bed with popcorn, and I'm going to finish Mare Town because it's – fucking phenomenal you're no, right i the, fucking get it the acting is amazing every episode something happens where i'm like i'm sorry what the fuck yeah i'm obsessed oh my god yeah, yeah yeah it's so good the fact that i only know it's going to get better because of like what i've like the little tidbits i've heard from people i'm just like i'm like giddy to finish it really it's so good so by the time this episode comes out it will be the last episode oh it'll be Mary done F- right uh it'll be the last episode will hit the same day as this episode comes out amazing so if you need a little break, but still wonderfulness. Might Always. I recommend Hacks on HBO? Oh. Gene Smart, who plays Mare's mom. Oh my God. Who I adore, who is from Legion, if you guys ever watched it. The oh, only way I'm to feel about Gene Smart is that way. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's fucking phenomenal. Yes. So she plays a Joan Rivers type comedian. <gasps> okay. Who has this like long career and this long residency that's a great role for her too she yeah so i was gonna say i literally can picture her perfectly in that she's yeah yeah so she plays this very well-respected comedian who has this residency in vegas and chris mcdonald who i personally know and will not oh shit slander him on the airwaves (laughs) it's not slander if it's true but that's very true i was gonna say um i won't go into detail but Sometimes people play a typecast because they look a certain way, and sometimes they play them because they're just an asshole. Okay. You can decide which one (laughs) Chris McDonald is. Um, (laughs) Take from that comment what you will. You you can read between the lines or whatever you want from that. 
so he, she's been ha- she's had this residency where she like sells out every night, and then Chris McDonald's like, oh, we're gonna cut your residency where you're not gonna be working Fridays and Saturdays, and we're gonna give it to like an acapella group, okay, that the millennials like or whatever the fuck. And then so she ends up having to take on this writer who's like Gen Z, super woke. Okay. I don't I don't ascribe to like a sexual orientation. orientation. Okay, okay, yes. Smash the patriarchy, the whole thing. Okay, but it's it's getting great reviews. Jean Smart is fucking phenomenal because she is in everything. Yeah, and it's a fun. And they're releasing, which is a very not HBO like. They're oh, releasing shit. two episodes at a time. <gasps> Ooh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Are they, is it because they're 30-minute episodes? Are they shorter episodes or no? Yeah, they are shorter okay. episodes. I believe the episodes are on Thursdays when they drop. Okay. HBO. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Hacks. Hacks. H-A-C-K-S. Yes. I love that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to check like, that out. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It, especially, I'm a little sad that Maravie's Town is coming to a close, but at the same time, it's a lot. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> So it's nice to have, and and to have the same person on the same network and be like, Jean, you're so lovely. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that you're, that I'm still on a ride with you. That's yeah. More, that has a lot more levity. I love that. It's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking phenomenal in Legion. So if you guys haven't watched Legion, highly, highly, highly recommend. Yeah. Amazing. Such a good show. Dan Stevens, fucking phenomenal. Aubrey Plaza, like, mm, so good. Yeah, I I saw a few episodes of it because Legion is one of those. It's fuck too. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta like pay attention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be like I'm gonna Poshmark while I do this. Like, no, no, no. You're no. gonna be, you like, be what paying the fuck attention. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, and <laughs> yes, and weird shit happens. So you're just generally sometimes just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Right. And then it doesn't get explained until much later, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, so I was watching it and I really liked it, but because of that, I got sidetracked. Yes. So I need to. So really, I just need a fresh restart. Yes. Jermaine Clements in it. It's so good. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's fucking so good. It's really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Can I check that out? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) We didn't introduce the podcast. I don't know if you (laughs) know that. Guys. We're really bad at this, apparently. (laughs) I'm going to key you into a little little behind the scenes uh, (laughs) intel. Little, Little movie magic. Podcast magic. Literally every single episode, like in the last like four months, <laughs> we really slapped on it. Yeah, we really uh, fell we'll off be on that. talking about what we've seen, what we fucked up, our corrections for like twenty minutes, and then Amy will be like, "I don't think we introduced the episode." <laughs> Surprise! Literally every episode for like the last four months. Yeah. So this is another fucking horror podcast. Welcome, children. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. I'm Monique Sanchez. I'm Amy Traden. In case you didn't know. <laughs> In case you didn't know. We're here. It might be the first time you're listening. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> no, it's true. And you wouldn't believe we were like almost 30 episodes into this by now. You'd think we would remember to introduce the podcast. But we get so excited to talk to yes. each other. Yeah. That's really what it is. Truly. Let's blame the saint because honestly. I mean. It's very distracting. <sighs> Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Mm. Thomas More. You're right. Fuck yeah. Call me by my name, Simon. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Uh. Mm. I know. Ugh. <laughs> the hand is over the I know, heart. I know. I was like, you know. And the girl was a scientist. Like, you knew I loved it. Oh you my knew God, I loved it. She's working on Cold Fusion. Like, so cute. Adore. I was named after St. Augustine. Yes! Uh, love it. Oh, oh it's so God. good. So it's good. so fucking good. <laughs> if you guys know the saint or are obsessed with the saint, please fucking let <gasps> us know. Tell us, please. We need to know. 
And if not, we can just be the only two people. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. That's I'm fine. totally okay with that. I know. I was shocked that you had seen it, even though I really shouldn't have been because we bonded over like so many mutual things. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you want to get to it? Yeah. Do I want to get to these fucking awesome listener stories? Fuck yes, I do, Monique. Yes. I know I do. Ugh. They're so good. They're always so good. I'm so pumped. They're truly always my favorite episodes. Right? Always. I love them so we much. We always have so much fun. I love it. All right. You starting us off? Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do it. You won't. I dare you. I double dog dare you. (laughs) All right. This isn't the scariest tale, but I would still file it under creepy and mysterious. Ooh. Yes, please. Check and check. Exactly. When I was growing up, I had a neighbor that lived across the street from us named Ken. Ken was that stereotypical, kindly old man. Oh, how nice. Aw. He was always very friendly and knew everything going on in the neighborhood. His wife, Dorothy, I'm sorry, like, you knew that his wife had to be named Dorothy. Right? If there's That's like this, so perfect, yeah. Right? Like, there's a sweet old man and he has a wife who's alive. It doesn't even matter if she's alive or not. Her name has Dorothy. to be Dorothy. Yeah. Was an amazing cook and would gladly whip you up a dish on special occasions and holidays. Aww. Dorothy, fucking love that. Ken was a handyman and would help me fix my bike as well as assist my parents with any home projects. I did not have these people in my neighborhood. Yeah, no. These are the sweetest. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. Perhaps the thing he was known for most around the neighborhood was being a jokester. He loved playing pranks, cracking jokes, and sharing the latest funny story that he had heard. This sounds like my grandfather. Right? I was like, this is like quintessential grandpa right now. I love this. When I was a teenager, Ken passed away, leaving behind Dorothy, their kids, and grandkids. My family and I attended his funeral as we had grown close over the years. A beautiful altar was set up near the casket with a picture of Ken smiling from ear to ear on it. The service commenced, and one by one, Ken's closest family and friends paid tribute to his life. Near the end of the service, as the reverend was making his final remarks, a loud thunk sound reverberated in the church. And the picture of Ken launched forward from the altar and landed (gasps) face up in the center aisle. I distinctly heard a few audible gasps and numerous hush whispers from the audience. Holy shit. I thought for a second you were going to say it came from inside the casket and I was about to lose my fucking shit. But I'm still losing my my shit. Yeah. I was going to say luckily (laughs) because in in the... West, we're really into uh, embalming and the whole shit. Yeah. That's really probably not going to be an issue. But can you imagine being alive and they start fucking embalming you (gasps) and taking out all of your fucking blood and shit? No. (gasps) What? No. No, no, no. Add that to the list of irrational fears. Right? I was going to say, I don't need that in my dreams tonight. Thank you. Random shark attack. Move the fuck over. (laughs) Being involved. (laughs) Being involved while I'm still alive has usurped you in the irrational fear category. Oh my god, facts. A chill ran through my body as my mind tried to reconcile what I had just seen. It wasn't like the picture had just fallen over from not being securely fastened on the altar. It flew a good five to seven feet. Damn. As if someone had smacked it from behind. Yeah. Dude. No, no, no. I looked over to Dorothy, half expecting her to be terrified or shaken from what had just happened. However... All I saw in her face was an enormous smile as she let out a small chuckle and declared, that's my Kenny. <gasps> Chills. That's so sweet. And I love that response instead of being like, what the fuck was that? That's terrifying to be like, 
That's Kenny. I love that. Not just that. That's my Kenny. My Kenny. Oh, I love this so much. I can't handle it. Dorothy. Dorothy. I've thought about that day many times, trying to explain to my rational side what had happened. Was there something I missed? Did a sudden gust of wind whip through the church and dislodge the picture? Or had Ken come back to say goodbye and play one final prank on those who... (laughs) On those whose lives he touched... I'll never know the answer for sure, but I tend to lean towards the latter. Thinking about the incident can give me the shivers. Same girl. Same, yeah. But like Dorothy all those years ago, it mostly now makes me chuckle. And knowing Ken, that was the whole point. David. David. David! I loved that story so, so much. So much. That was so good. Uh, My ex had, I think it was an uncle or a cousin or something. That it was a similar thing, that he was a big prankster. Yeah. And then he died, and they did the wake. And he was Italian-Irish, so they do the, like, spread back at the house afterwards. Yeah, of That course. is not a Cuban thing at the fuck off. Oh, really? No, not at all. Not oh. at all. I assumed that was just, like, general no. funeral, despite having not been to any funerals. I thought that was just, like, general funeral protocol. No, not at all. We are not about celebrating life. We have to be in deep mourning. <laughs> Okay, we're not eating, we're not drinking. No, like, absolutely no. fucking not. Yeah. And if you have <laughs> You're just to gonna cry, yes, yeah. Cubans used to do twenty-four hour wakes. Oh, oh yeah, where they could just. You were telling me about this. They're just they like come in, come basically. in and out. You didn't have like, to be there for yeah. twenty-four hours, but you could come and go. And there was like a fucking riot when the Cuban funeral homes like collectively decided that they would close at midnight, <laughs> like a reasonable hour. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? You don't need to come see them at 2 a.m., all right? Like, settle down. Either, like, get your fucking schedule straight and come a little earlier or come on. Yeah. So also the, like, 3 to 5, 7 to 9 wake times is very uh, odd to me of, like, American people do that. Yeah, okay. Cubans, like, again, we used to do 24-hour wakes and now it's begrudgingly we're accepting that it'll be (laughs) until midnight. Like, okay, fine, I guess. So they were doing the spread back at the house and the guy was married, and, and he was a jokester, just just like uh, Ken. And his wife goes into the bathroom, and she can't get out. Like, the door is <gasps> locked. And she cannot get out of this. And she th- oh. and everyone was like, oh, my God, it's him. It's him locking <laughs> her in like, there. I feel like, but seriously, it means fuck out of this bathroom. Like, she wasn't even pissed about it. Like, she like, thought it was funny. Yeah. She was just kind of like, oh, of course, this is what's happening. Aw, yeah. well, that's a good response to have. No, I'd freak the fuck out if I was stuck in the bathroom. I mean, bathroom. I would 100% fucking percent. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, get the hinges off. Like, whatever you need to do to literally get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. David, thank you so much David, for that story. David, thank you. I loved it so much. Oh, how lovely. I like a nice ghost. I like a nice ghosty story sometimes where yeah. it's like, they're not scary. They're not like trapping you to scare you in a restaurant or some bullshit. For like sure. Like we've heard before. It's like, I'm just going to smack over this painting just to like make you laugh. I'm here. Hey. Hi. Yeah, Hey. And I would imagine, like, no matter how, let's celebrate this person's life, no matter how much of a vibe that is, there are still going to be people crying. Sad, there. yeah. So you're probably like, don't cry. Yeah. I'm here. Look, here's funny. Isn't yeah. funny? <laughs> I just knocked over. There you go. I love that story I do too. so much. I do too. Thank you, David. Thank you. It's like all the personality of ghosts. I love it. It's like malicious, like just funny, you know. I love it. Okay. So my... First story comes from our wonderful listener, Monique, who was the one who recommended everybody watch People of Earth. Monique! Which was a fucking amazing recommendation. I am almost through the second season. 
and you're loving it, right? I'm loving it. It's so good. And I know. She has fantastic taste. Monique, you have fantastic taste. And a fantastic name. Hey. Oh, yes. I love, I really enjoy People Birth. And I've gotten multiple texts from friends of mine saying that they really are good. really into the recommendation. It's so fucking good. I know. I was like not expecting it to be as good as it really was. And it's fucking phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. Monique, you nailed it. You nailed it. And I'm so excited about this ghost story. <gasps> because it starts out with, it starts out with Heller, but I'm assuming that means Heller. 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 Maybe it does. Maybe it is Heller. Heller. This is my ghost story. My name is Monique. My family calls me Mo. Hey, girl. Hey. So that was your question before, too. It was like, do people call you Mo? And apparently they also call her Mo. Boom. I can't call Monique Mo. Apparently everyone else in her life does, and it's too weird for me. I can't handle it. Uh, yeah, because people short circuit can't, when they hear my name. They can't handle Monique. Their brain just like glitches out hardcore, whereas I'm like, no, you are a Monique. <laughs> yes that's like people you're not a mo everyone thinks that they have met me before oh do they everyone everyone's like katie nope, nope. you used to work at mac nope. nope you used to go to brooklyn college no nope. i did not <laughs> and and it's funny because i say these things and people think i'm lying for some reason as if there's a reason why, why you would. would do that yeah no like i was out recently with a friend of mine and we were out, and it happened, of someone I don't know. Sorry. It was like, oh my god, hi, hey. And I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't know, know who you are. are. And she, and after she witnessed this exchange, she was like, you know, you said this happened, and I didn't believe you, like, no, but it happens to you all of the time. I'm like, I'm very aware. I know. I know, because it happens to me I all know. of the time. So people can't handle Monique when I say it. So I'm just like, Mo, two letters. Just, <laughs> just keep it simple. You're clearly having, you're having trouble with this. You're short-circuiting about yeah. this. So. Yeah. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Nice to meet you. So now on to Mo's story. About 10 years ago, I came to my hometown to visit my people for the weekend. I pulled up to my parents' new house that evening. I got out of the car and literally right in my ear heard a loud whisper <gasps> say, Mo. Right then, hella birds started loudly cawing, which absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here. Anybody who knows me knows I like do not. You don't <laughs> fuck with a bird. I don't fuck with a bird. Aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically, they're fine. Like it's they're beautiful, whatever. Portlandia put a bird on it. I get it. <laughs> But I just like stay the fuck away from me. Stay the fuck away. I'm fine. Like from a distance, I'll look at you. You're gorgeous, amazing. Do not fucking flap near me or near my face, or I will lose my shit. I've literally threatened to punch a pigeon on multiple occasions because <laughs> they got too fucking close to me in the streets. Like that's how I feel about birds. Amy will fucking knife fight a pigeon <laughs> in a second. Don't fuck with Straight her. Straight up, I will shiv <laughs> a pigeon. Like no hesitation at all. So no, I would lose it if fucking birds started like, I heard my name whispered to my ear and then birds started calling. No, get the fuck out of there. I ran to the front door, all panicked, and yeah. immediately told my parents what happened. My mom said I listened to too much spooky shit and scared myself. Mom? No. 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 If anything, we are more like resilient to shit. Because we listen to spooky shit all the time. Yes. I'm so we'll aware. Be like, this is fucking weak bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I saw 1984 and I was like, I'm sorry, people were vomiting and passing out. What the fuck amateur hour bullshit is this? Like, okay. So sure. no, that's the opposite mom. Yeah. Mo thanks. Mom. I was pretty tired from the long drive. So that was a possibility. Shortly afterwards, I went to sleep in my niece's bedroom. She was at her dad's house. So I got her bed. And around 3 a.m. I was awoken by a doll on my niece's <gasps> dresser shouting, thanks for playing. Oh. 
No. I also don't fuck with dolls. Get the <laughs> fuck out. No. no. No, no, no. No, thank you. I jumped up and turned on the lights because fuck that. Honestly, that's the only correct response, in my opinion. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even fucked up about dolls. Like, I don't care. <gasps> I think it might, we talked about this one time before. I think it might have gotten cut weirdly, but you had like a room of dolls. Yeah, in your house, I had a, And I was like, literally the whole time you were telling me about it, I was just like shaking my head and like, no, 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 no. Yeah, nope. in my, nope. in my bedroom, nope. uh, there was a, a, is that in English, curio? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of porcelain dolls. That it was filled with porcelain Mm-mm. dolls. And I was like, well, there are dolls on it. Like, and Christina no. used to like freak them. Everyone who Burn came over it would freak Correct, them Christina. Correct. Because <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. I don't know how you're okay with this. Yeah. Ex- exposure therapy, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. So, but if this is happening, no, I'm no, not no, the no. fuck on no, no, board. No. It's like waking you up by saying shit. No. No. Absolutely not. I contemplated sleeping in the living room, but having more open space and curtainless windows seemed scarier than leaving my niece's room. I, I feel you. somehow fell back to sleep. Yeah. I woke up to my mom coming in the room. She asked me if everything was okay because she noticed I had the light on all night. I told her what happened and she said my niece probably left the doll on. She flipped it over to check the power switch <gasps> and saw that it was in the off position. Oh no, my God, no. And oh. had no batteries <laughs> in it. That shit kills oh, me when there's no batteries in it. No. I said, quote, this place is haunted. I'll be staying at a friend's house tonight, end quote. My mom laughed it off and said it's totally possible for the toy to glitch sans batteries and that the house isn't haunted. Bullshit. That's not how that works. No. What are you talking about? I literally have the Macaulay Culkin home alone face. Yes, correct. I did end up sleeping at a friend's house that night. Thank God, Mo, because no. You would danger her girl. Yeah, for real. That was smart on your part. Thankfully, my parents didn't stay at that house for very long, so I never went there again. Cut to now. I moved back to my hometown. I was driving with my mom, and we passed their old house. I made a comment about how I swear that house was haunted, to which she replied, quote, oh, it's definitely haunted, (gasps) end quote. I was like, but remember when I told you scary shit happened, and you kept telling me that I'm tripping and it's not haunted? She said, yes, because that was scary, and I didn't want to talk about it anymore, which, like, Thanks for gaslighting me. I get, but literally, gaslighting me. What the fuck? She went on to tell me about how she would feel like someone was watching her despite being home alone. No! She would take photos of my niece with her digital camera and find orb-like images <gasps> in the background. She tried to rationalize away the weird feelings, but eventually decided that whatever energy was benevolent since nothing bad happened. Anyway, that's the time I was gaslit about a ghost. <laughs> Love you, ladies. Other Monique. Ah! Other Monique! Amazing! Other Monique! Holy fucking Fuck. shit! I'm <laughs> and the wor- like, I hate being gaslit. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah, yes, exactly. To me, I'm like the worst of it is your mom being like, "Oh no, ten thousand percent, yes, haunted." But we didn't want you to be hysterical of the haunted thing that clearly the fuck happened. Thank you. And Thank instead, you. felt that the correct course of action was to make you think you were crazy. Crazy. Oh, because that's preferable, right? Parents. I do not understand this at all. Hashtag not a mother. Yes. That was amazing though, Mo. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Holy fuck. We're obsessed with you. Holy fuck. Obsessed. Fucking phenomenal. Yes. So this story is from OG listener Lex. (gasps) Lex! Hey, girl. Which, before we get into her story, attention must be paid to the fact that Lex has introduced me to the phrase, 
Hot Mess Express. <gasps> and I will never be the same. Oh, I love that so much. I can't even handle it. So much. Hot Mess Express. I fucking love it. Lex, we were obsessed. Before. And before. Yeah. And now it's even more. Yeah. Cemented. Fact. Notarize that shit because it's official. Yes. Monique's getting her stamp out. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into it. Happy Monday, you goddamn gems. (laughs) Lex, we're fucking obsessed with this. I was racking my brain for another paranormal story when it dawned on me that I've got a few what in the absolute fuck (gasps) true crime stories stashed away. Stop it. Of course she does. Of course. She's fucking amazing. So good. My roommate and I met back in 2011 when we were both studying theater at USC. Hey, girl. That's right. You do the theater with the the infrasound for your show in the mental institution. Uh, Fuck. So cool. So cool. So she and I share about a lot of the same friends and tend to reminisce about how we were all absolute dipshits. (laughs) I feel that's so hard. Don't uh, we fucking all so relatable. You. The fact that I survived my college years is a miracle. <sighs> because of my dipshittery. <laughs> so I feel you, girl. The dipshittery sounds like a place you can go. <laughs> it sounds really fun, actually. <laughs> I would love to go to the dipshittery. <laughs> it's a bar. We're opening it. Yes! Trademark that fuck shit. Fuck yes! I love it. Um, let's go to the dip for like yeah. two for one Cosmos. That's amazing. And you get like a free app with it. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Guys. <laughs> We've already got deals going. I love it. Boom. Of course you got to. <laughs> At the start of the pandemic, like most people, we were really missing our friends. We found ourselves getting nostalgic for the days when you could walk 15 minutes in any direction and run into a friend or two. This trip down memory lane led us to doing what any totally normal person would do. Facebook stalking our classmates to see what they were up to these days. Hell yes. Fuck yeah. yeah. Of course. Well. <laughs> oh no. Turns out that our classmate, Tucker Reed, is now in jail for murder. <gasps> oh my god. This is the hottest goss that ever gossed. I love it. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, yes. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. Stop it. I didn't interact with Tucker much while at school, but she had dated a friend for a while And some wild shit went down. A story that maybe one day we can discuss over drinks because it's fucking bad shit. Lex? Yes. No take girls. Girl, we're We're buying. Let's do this. Girl. Girl. Yes. Let's do this. It's on the podcast, so it's official. Official. Yes. Yes. I mostly remember her as being pretty quiet. Mm. Mm. Watch out for him. So it was shocking to discover (laughs) that she had murdered someone. Yeah. Fuck. Buckle up because it gets fucking insane. (gasps) Oh, shit. Girl. Girl. In 2016, Tucker was at home with her mom and some family members when her uncle, Shane, rolled up. There had been a family dispute between her mom and her uncle, Shane, over the property. Shane was outside of the front door, arguing with Tucker's mom, when Tucker came to the door, pushed her mother out of the way, and shot her (gasps) uncle. Tucker was arrested and stated that it was in self-defense. According to the Wikipedia page on this, holy fuck. You know that's for real when there's a fucking Wikipedia page. According to the Wikipedia page on this, her uncle Shane was under court order to stay away from Tucker after assaulting her in 2015. (gasps) Jesus, yeah. Tucker wound up posting bail and was released from prison while awaiting sentencing. 
And then... Oh, no. All caps, then... Oh, no. Exclamation point. Oh, no. In 2018, while awaiting trial, Tucker filmed a little low-budget indie film using the stage name Win Reed. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Live your dreams. The film is called From the Dark, and in it, Tucker portrays a murderer who, (gasps) and all this is in caps, kills someone by shooting them and claiming that it was in (gasps) self-defense. Why would you do that? Because criminals are fucking stupid. That's so... A few days after filming wrapped, she was arrested for the (gasps) murder of her uncle after footage of the crime was (gasps) discovered. Wait, you're not ready for this next step. I'm not. What? She had been holding her phone. No! And recording a video when she shot and killed her uncle. You are the dumbest bitch ever, Tucker. Literally what? I thought you were going to tell me this was like from the stupid like ring CCTV, doorbell something. Whatever right? Yeah, exactly. No, she recorded it herself because oh she's a fucking my idiot. God. The, I can't. I, literally. I can't. Literally. Stop it. I'm the little engine that literally can't even with this fucking story. Like, delete that shit immediately. Come on. Why are you recording it to begin with? Seriously. Just in case I get it, like, you want to, like, make sure nothing goes wrong or something, but, like, if you kill him and you realize, like, maybe delete it? Maybe just, like, don't. Don't yeah. upload it to the cloud. Just say. Delete immediately. Immediately go into your deleted folder, delete it again so it's ultra deleted, like... Also, I just can't like the making the movie about it. It's like the fucking OJ thing. It was like, if I did it, basically, it's like, come on. Seriously, dude. You hear about this? Seriously, shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouth. Just shut the fuck up. I think it was Mark Twitchell. Okay. Who was like the quote unquote Dexter serial killer. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I forgot his fucking name. Yep. I believe he was the one who had a screenplay called like SK Diaries. And it was just... Him describing detail by detail everything he fucking did. Seriously, but, um, dude. And SK being serial killer. killer? Like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're get the so, fuck out yeah. of here. You're a fucking loser. Seriously. Because they get can't the fuck out of here. not have the notoriety. They can't not. Because they're raging narcissists. Yeah. pieces of shit. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy God. to me. Oh, my God. Okay. The part that chills me to my core is that the cast director and executive producers of From the Dark all said that Tucker's performance in the film and during rehearsals was incredibly convincing and sometimes <laughs> freaked them out. <laughs> really? Shocking. Right? Oh, what? The killer had a convincing portrayal of a killer? What well, are the odds of that I, I know, yeah. But at this point, I guess she's probably like, oh my God, she had to defend her mother. Uh-huh. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Her co-star Meg said, quote, during rehearsals, I could hear she had absolute panic in her voice. At first I thought something had happened. We thought, oh my God, is everything okay over there? But no, they just sold it so well. We thought they were in trouble over there, end quote. Wow, all right. right. Yeah, shit. She's methoding the fuck out of that. I snagged this part from Wikipedia because it's such an odd cherry on top of this shit sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants a shit Sunday, but that is a fucking fantastic phrase. That is also being added to the the back pocket of of lexicon. Lexicon! The lexicon. Okay, girl. I'm obsessed with both of you right now. (laughs) I can't handle it. 
Oh my God. Okay. Quote, in January, 2020, Reed faced charges of supplying contraband and unlawfully possessing heroin in jail. Fuck. Damn. All right. She was housed at Jackson County Jail at the time. On May 27th, 2020, Reed pleaded guilty to a charge of second-degree manslaughter in the death of her uncle. She was sentenced to six years, three months in prison. As terms of the plea deal, the charges of first-degree manslaughter and second-degree murder were dropped, end quote. There is now a six-part podcast by <gasps> Dateline called Killer Roll. That details this whole story. Shut the fuck up. Just added it to my queue. (laughs) (gasps) Right? Girl. Same. Fuck. And about a month ago, Dateline released a corresponding television episode. I've got some links below for y'all to check out. We'll put them up. (gasps) Yes, please. Truly, what the fuck. Love you both. Lex. Lex, Lex, girl, you do not disappoint for the record. Never. Fuck. Literally never. Oh my God. We're so obsessed. So obsessed. I can't even. I mean, there's a lexicon now. I love that too much. Like, I love puns like nobody (laughs) fucking knows and just, uh, be still my heart. That made me so happy. I mean, it made me happy as well. Oh, the hot mess express. Shit. Too relatable to me, Shit honestly. Sunday. Right? Shit Sunday. Lex, that was amazing. Thank oh, you so much. Lex, thank you. All right. So our next story is an anonymous story. And it starts with, I will never in my life forget this. Oof. It all happened less than 10 minutes from our house in Arlington, Texas. I was five or six, and my parents were in the process of teaching me the way to walk to school by myself when nine-year-old Amber Hagerman was kidnapped while riding her bike one more lap after her little brother left the abandoned parking lot in 1996. In eight minutes, she was gone. When her parents went to check to find her, they found her bike laying in the parking lot and a ton of police processing the scene. They found her less than a week later in a creek bed, sexually assaulted, and with her throat slit. Oh my god. Fuck, dude. Her murderer has never been found, and she is the reason for the Amber Alert system. Wow, so Amber Alerts have only been around since 1996? yeah. It ends with, I hope one day they find who did this for her family to have that much-needed closure. Ugh. Fuck. Fuck. I didn't know that case, and I feel like I should. Yeah. Obviously. I'm not gonna lie, as soon as I saw the name Amber, I was like, fuck, I feel this is why we have the Amber Alert system. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't sure, Yeah. The kid stuff is really tough. Always gets you. Fuck, man. It's just, it's never not going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck, dude. All right. You ready, girl? Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun one. Ooh. I saw this happen and it made me question my non-belief in the supernatural. (gasps) That's my favorite yes that's my favorite that's why i can't wait for some fucking shit to happen to me so i can be like you guys you want it too badly i want it i know i gotta settle down i can't i'm too enthusiastic i know this is manifestation man but the the you wanting (laughs) it it. aligns with you lacking it and not having it (laughs) so so the universe is just going to be like matching you up with not having things not having ghosts do shit to you damn it damn it all right I know this, and yet I don't accept it. No, because we have no chill. And I have zero chill. Yes. Neither do I. That's why this works out great. Facts. Last time I was in New Orleans. Ooh, all right. I took a couple friends to the Marie Laveau Voodoo Museum. 
which my friend Jessica was not too impressed by. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. I don't know what the fuck she wanted. You brought her up last episode. Yeah. So yeah, that was like where all the daughters posed as her. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Later that day, we were walking back to the Airbnb apartment we had rented and wandered past a house that had one of those historic location plaques on it. Turns out that house had been Marie Laveau's father's house. As we're all standing out in front of this house, Jessica is complaining about how shitty she thought the museum was. <laughs> girl. Watch your mouth, girl. Watch your motherfucking right? mouth. She's the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Right? I was like, you're about to fucking find out some shit. You don't even know. And her brand new Galaxy S5 went flying out of her hands <gasps> and landed a good five feet away, totally destroyed. She fucking smacked that phone out of her hand. She was like, bitch. She's like, <laughs> watch, watch your fucking yeah. mouth. <gasps> I was looking right at her when it happened. <gasps> she didn't trip. She wasn't wildly throwing her arms around. There was no explanation for why her phone would have taken a leap like that. That's so creepy. Also, it wasn't just a little scratched up like it had been dropped. It looked like it had exploded from within. <gasps> S-H. Damn. Don't fuck with the voodoo queen mm-hmm. of New Orleans. No. That's when she'll you're- fuck your phone up. For real. And yeah. you're lucky that it was just the phone. phone. yeah. You gotta do that, like, in that trash show of dildo baggins. <laughs> dildo baggins forever! <laughs> I love it. Where, where the guy was like, I respect the box, I respect yeah. your power, I respect you, you gotta be like- Marie, I respect you. I respect voodoo as a concept. Respect I respect your all museum. That. I yeah. respect you, the museum. I respect your dad's house. I respect everything. I respect you. I respect you. Thank you. I respect you. That's how you got to fucking, even if you think it's horse shit. Yes. Respect. You know, as my mother would say, uh, just in case. <laughs> For real though. You never fucking know. Just in you case. You never man. know. <laughs> Damn. SH, thank you. Yeah. Fuck, dude. <sighs> Don't fuck with Marie Laveau. Right? And, like, she took out your phone, so you know she's not fucking around. She's like... She exploded your phone. Literally, take that, bitch. Like, no. 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 All right. So I'm going to do another... We have another anonymous story for mm. you guys that says, One night, I took a walk to a park in my town and saw a guy sleeping on the ground. Even though it was very cold out, I didn't think to call an ambulance. Mm. Never saw him before, so I just kind of stood there and watched the guy sleep for a moment and moved on. A week later, I read in the papers that he died from the cold that night. Ah, fuck. Yeah, oof. Oof. The paper said his name and that he was homeless for a while. I felt really guilty, but eventually forgot about him. A few months later, I get a letter in the mail from a local hospital addressed to him. What the fuck? Oh, no. It turns out that he used my address when he was at the hospital for some reason. What the fuck? So fucking crazy. And the story ends by them just saying, I turned white. Oh, what are the odds of what, that? Yeah. And like, that's fucking weird. I would be very creeped out by that. For sure. I'd yeah. be like, this is a ghost thing. And he's telling me. Yeah. Yeah. He's sending me mail. <laughs> Post, sending postmortem mail. here. Yeah. To get a shit. fucking physical or some yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was crazy. That was great. I don't, yeah. This happened three times with three different people. I grew up in a two-story house in the Philippines. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Philippines, we see you. Upstairs, there was a huge playroom and four bedrooms. 
When I was around 11 years old, me and my babysitter were hanging out in the playroom. She went to the bathroom, and I got bored, so I went downstairs to check on the fridge. I heard her come out of the bedroom, and she started screaming my name. Oh my god. Right? That's never good, yeah. No. After the third time, she stopped. I thought she figured out that I was downstairs. After a few minutes, I saw her coming down the stairs. As she looked at me, she froze and just stared at me. (gasps) I asked her what's wrong, and she said... She just saw me in the playroom before she went downstairs. What? This sounds like Verdegger shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was really freaked out about it. And I don't know, I used to not believe in these things. So I just laughed at her. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. No, no, no. I'm I'm laughing just because, yeah, I got that. And you're 11. You're like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. 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 Hopefully you're not saying bitch. I, mean, I was. I, at 11. Because I was not a lady. Ever. You're just dropping bitches everywhere. Bitch. Bitch. Uh. <laughs> the second time it happened, I was probably 16. I was hanging out at my brother's room because it's the room with the fastest internet. Oh. oh we all yeah, knew we, that fucking We played room. that game. Yeah. Yep. And then I heard my six-year-old brother. I have two brothers calling me and looking around for me. I didn't answer back and just waited for him to find me. I saw him go in my room, and then he got quiet. I thought he was looking for something and just found it. As he was walking out of my room, he saw me in my brother's room, and he just froze and stared like my babysitter. (gasps) I asked him what's wrong, and he said, quote, Why are there two of you? (gasps) End quote. Chill. Same. What? No, 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 no. And that's when I freaked out and ran to my mom's room. She laughed at us. Guys, come oh, on. Oh, no, okay. Come on. I feel like maybe I'd be a super gullible parent. Like, I'd buy everything. <laughs> if you're like, <laughs> yeah, an alien's in my room, yeah. I'd be like, where is he? Yeah, I got you. that's terrifying. Just because I was gaslighting my yes. entire life about like. So you feel like so accepting of everything they say. Yeah. yeah. Monique isn't seeing someone in the hallway. She's just trying to scare you. Okay, great, except the person's still fucking there. What the fuck? (laughs) Can you explain this, please? She laughed at us, but I remember sleeping in her room that night. And he's 16. Oh, shit. So to sleep in your mom's room, that's... That's You're freaked the fuck out. The last time it happened was when I was 20. My parents went on vacation with my youngest brother. So me and my older siblings had to stay at my grandparents at night. The first night they were away, me and my sister decided to go home and get more clothes. We were both in my room, because she likes to borrow some of my clothes. They're comfier, obviously. Yeah. And I told her that I was going to take a shower. That's when she left and went to her room to pack some more clothes. I went to the bathroom and started brushing my teeth. As I was about to get in the shower, my sister walked in the bathroom, and she looked at me so weirdly. And her face turned pale. So I asked her what's wrong. She said, I went back to my room and she was talking to me, but then she had to pee. So she went to the bathroom and found me there. (gasps) That's so fucking weird. Dude. What the fuck? We both looked at each other, grabbed our stuff and left. I still don't know why or what it is, but it still creeps me out when I think about it. Val. (gasps) and this happens like multiple times with different people and it's the thing that's interesting to me is that it's very specifically him it's always him yes this is happening yes 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 and the fact that like 
it's something that's sort of happening to you, but not really. Because you're just like getting what people have said is this eerie thing that's happening with you that they've seen, but you're not actually physically experiencing any of this. You're just getting everyone's secondhand story about the fact they've seen you and talked to you in another room that you're not in, that then when they walk in and see you in this room, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would either say Verdegger, which I- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what what I think. Or Glitches in the Matrix. Ooh, distinct possibility. Yeah. That's eerie, though. That's fucking really I eerie. Mean, because yeah. what do you do, also? Yeah. This isn't like a haunting where you're like, well, I'm going to move. Yeah, or like I'll stage my apartment and like... Whatever, fine. But go it's like... gone, whatever. Yeah. No, like there's another me that's just interacting or just with other people. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's so... Yeah. I'm the type that'd be like, is it like an evil version of me? Like, yeah. does it still have like the same intentions? Is it malicious? Like, what is this? You know what it's is evil? This? Because it has a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that's, that's how what you That's how you know? Yeah. In the 60s, when they did the evil twin, he always, always had, had a goatee. goatee. That's Spock, back. evil that's Spock, back. had a goatee. There you go. There you go. Just rock it's- a Van Dyke, you're fine. <laughs> that's totally the telltale fine. sign, yeah. the goatee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, you ready for another one? Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right, so this one is from Tyler. I was home alone for a weekend a few years ago while I was still in high school. After school one day, I was driving home, and when I passed in front of my house, I thought I saw some old lady in white clothes in my sister's room looking through the window. What the fuck? Red flag. No. Red flag. Creepy. Very creepy. I thought it was stupid, so I went into the room to check out what it actually was, but I couldn't find anything. I pretty much forgot about it until later that night. I got a call from a very panicked and scared neighbor saying there was some old lady (gasps) pacing back and forth in my sister's room. Get the fuck out. Chills. Full body chills. Oh my, I would be like, well, we're moving tonight. Tonight, yes. I still have no idea what it was and I've never seen anything like it since. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler. You oh danger my god. god! Thank God it was your sister's room because I'd be like, if that was my room, get the fuck out of here. Goodbye. Whoo! No, absolutely not. It's a shunned. No, <laughs> it's a sure. shunned for me. Thanks. Yeah, I'll be having a sleepover at my friend's house for the next three years. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, oh absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, Tyler. Because it's one thing if you would, you see a thing. Yes. Then you could, like, justify, like, oh, I just, you know, saw a thing that wasn't there. I, you know, yes. whatever. But when someone else is calling your house to tell you that they're seeing the same thing that you saw. Yes. Girl. Without any input from you. Exactly. Mm. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, to me, that always makes it way more reputable. Is like, when, yes. Exactly. Two people and then independent of one another can tell you exactly what they saw and it's exactly the same. That's why I'm like, okay, something the fuck is up here. Yeah. So this is my last story, and it comes from yet another Mo. Oh, shit. It's the Mo Show. We have like a triple Mo this season? Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. Triple Mo, baby. I love it. I believe she's a Morgan and not a Monique. I actually never thought about Mo being a short, shortened form of Morgan, but I really like that. Yeah. Same. I can't really like that. That doesn't make us any less obsessed with you, Mo. Yeah. Hey, girl. Fuck yeah. Hey. And she actually has, on a side note before we get into the story, she has a jewelry line that she makes herself and she sells it on Etsy 
And her Etsy store is called Game of Moe's. (laughs) I love that. Can you fucking handle it? I love that so much. Obsessed. So for our final installment of the Mo Show. The Mo Show! Hey! Here's a story from Mo. My grandma passed away two years ago now. Her and I weren't particularly close, but I knew she always cared about me. She collected bells of all sorts, but we weren't allowed to touch them because, you know, every grandma collects something you can never Never touch, touch. but so desperately want to, (laughs) right? Mo, the realness of this. Holy fuck. Facts. Oh my God. Anyway, my family didn't have a funeral for her. We had a celebration of life, which is why I know you're not Cuban. As as I've mentioned before, we're very hardcore into the grieving process where we had a huge party celebrating her instead of warning her. Love this, though. Yeah. Again, preferable, honestly. Yeah, for sure. After her celebration, her bells were divided up between family members, and I chose a porcelain one with a cat on it. I'm a cat mom, so it seemed like that bell was meant for me. Same girl. Feel you. Aw. I took it home and put it on my bookshelf, where I also have my altar. I've been a practicing witch for a little over a year, and I use pendulum boards, crystals, herbs, you name it. I didn't think anything of putting her bell on my bookshelf because I figured it's just a bell. Oh, famous last words. (laughs) Okay. We've all been there. Well... Fast forward about a year, and I'm at Target, my favorite place in the world. Girl, <gasps> girl, you go in for one thing. Three hundred dollars later, I get you exactly. Yes, they just opened a Target. Like, stop it, Target. Less mm. than ten blocks away from me, and girl. it's a good Target. Oh, oh, oh dangerous, so dangerous. Game changer. Yes, I feel you, girl. And I'm thinking about family stuff, and all of a sudden, my roommate texts me and said, "Quote, hey, so." That bell on your bookshelf just rang twice. End quote. I'm sorry, what? Literally, the next thing in all caps is, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because literally, what the fuck? What the fuck? A bell that was fully sitting, undisturbed for a year, all of a sudden rang clearly while my roommate was home alone, and I was thinking about family stuff. So I go home and I take out my pendulum board and I ask if this is my grandma coming through. And the pendulum swings yes really quickly. I And like, I don't know if you've ever done... I haven't, but I'm assuming it's kind of like a Ouija board, but with a pendulum instead of a, a planchette? Yes, except that because it's a pendulum, there needs to get like momentum. Yeah. So it'll swing. It like kind of needs to build up momentum yeah, to answer. Yeah. So for it to quickly go yes is, is like very strange. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And do you start do you start the pendulum no. like very slightly? No. Oh. You ask a question, it starts moving. Really? Yes. And if you don't have a board, I believe can you just like write something on a piece of paper? No, no, it's not even, it d- doesn't even have to be that that legit. Fuck, Todd Robbins fucking taught me this and I'm forgetting it. So Todd, if you're listening, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm fucking, I'm fucking this up. Oh no. Um, I I think if it goes forward and back, it's no. Oh, oh okay. If yeah, it goes yeah. left side, and side. right, it's okay. yes. I gotcha. And if it goes in a circle, it's maybe. Okay, okay, okay. So you don't even need a board. I see. But okay. they sell the boards and they like have, they even have ones that are like magnetic that like you pull back the pendulum that's magnetic and then there's, it's on a, it's on a, it's like a, it has like a circular base and then there's like a, there's a stand that holds the pendulum and then you can just pull it back and ask the question and then it'll fall oh. on through like the metal Yeah, okay. Thing. 
Interesting. But if you don't have a board, uh, I'm almost positive up and down is no, left, right is yes, and a circle is maybe. So it's going to yes very quickly. Creepy. Creepy as fuck. I ask a few more questions to make sure it's her, and sure enough, it all adds up. My super conservative Italian Catholic grandma was coming through and sending little signs that she was here to say hi. It was really lovely and wholesome. So that's the story of how my grandma made a bell ring on my bookshelf after she passed. Mo. Oh, I love that. Mo, I love that. That's so fucking cute. That's so sweet and like I comforting. Yeah. I, I, I come from a, a super Catholic conservative Cuban family. And let me tell you, my grandfather shows up on the fucking regular. (laughs) He is very, yeah, very present with you, for sure. He's like, it's cool. I'm fine. Let me turn your uh, sweater shaver on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you down to finish us off with a bang? Oh, I'm down to finish (gasps) us off with a bang. I can't wait. Always. 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 So our final story for our listener episode is from... The one, the only, the incomparable Grace. Grace! Our lovely medical examiner. Best friend, I want to call her with no hesitation because she's amazing. Yes. Of course. And even though we've never met in person, like, we're totally best friends. Obviously. Yes. We're obsessed. Of course. (gasps) Oh my God, Grace. I can't wait. Grace. And Grace starts us off with, yes, yes, it's me again. (laughs) Because of course. No, we girl, She's if amazing. you got stories, yeah. we fucking want them. We're we obsessed with the stories. You. She's the best stories. What can I say? You guys are my best podcast friends, <gasps> and I love writing to you. Right. I love hearing from you. You're amazing. It's so mutual. Right? With my last letter, I told you about my narrow misses with possibly being kidnapped, assaulted, and probably murdered. Oh. You guys called me a badass and a queen, but Facts. I must, right? But I must disagree with you. If anyone is a badass queen, it's my coworker Henry. Okay, he's not a queen in any sense of the word, but he is the ultimate badass. Oh. Ooh, which if Grace is saying this, like, you fucking know it's legit. Because Grace is the ultimate. Yes, Grace is the ultimate. Yeah. Facts. But she's saying Henry's the ultimate. But then also, I feel like Grace wouldn't fuck with Henry unless he was. Of course. Yeah. Henry is my colleague. He and I make up two-thirds of the medical examiner department in our county. Oh, shit. My shift always follows Henry's, and we've worked together for over 10 years now. And let me tell you, Henry has the stories. (gasps) This is an all cap, so you know it's fucking legit. Not only has Henry been a deputy medical examiner for the last 20-some-odd years, prior to that, he was a cop. And prior to that, he was a Marine sniper. Holy shit. During the Vietnam War. Holy shit, Henry. Fuck, Henry. Henry's here for real, real, not Not for play, play. Girl, for real. Holy shit. Henry's always very down to share stories of his exploits as a cop and medical examiner. For example, the time he investigated a cardiac arrest in a nudist colony, and he and the two cops were the only ones wearing clothes. (gasps) What the fuck? (laughs) Which, I'm from Tampa, which is like, weirdly, has like a very high percentage of nudist colonies. Are you serious? Yeah, it really does. I literally used to tell people, 
If any of you watched The Simple Life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, they go to a nudist colony and that nudist colony is literally right across the street from where I lived. I used to tell people how to get to my house by being like, okay, you're going to see the huge nudist colony on your right. You're going to make an immediate left away from that nudist colony. I'm fucking obsessed. Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. So Tampa has a ton of nudist colonies and for the record- (gasps) In case you're like picturing some like wonderful, beautiful paradise, no, it's this like is not mostly Buddha people fields. you don't. Yeah, you mostly it's middle-aged people who are super or out like, of shape. Yeah, or like old guys with like their balls dangling. Like it's like <laughs> shit. Usually you don't want to see. Like there, of course, obviously there's you know occasionally the person who's super hot who you're like, oh fuck yeah, this is like exactly what I expected from a nudist colony. But like ninety percent of the time, it's not anyone you want to see naked. It's not what the film and tv has portrayed no to me. no but okay. literally like the billboard advertising the nudist colony like driving up to my house would be like them playing um volleyball in the pool and it was like the girl with her back to the camera so you could the water hit her butt so you could see she's not wearing a top yes and then it's the guy on the other side so you can see he's shirtless but obviously the water is um covering everything yes. and it was just like oh of course this is you know Caliente was what it was called because, of course, oh, God. Caliente. Could you just pick a less awful name? Right? Like, no. Fuck. No. God. So, yes, I lived right across from the nudist colony that Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, like, had to work at on The Simple Life. That's hysterical. It's did pretty you, ridiculous. Did your parents own the place or was it, like, an apartment? No, no. We lived in a house and they built the nudist colony, like, after we had lived there. Okay. So, like, it was definitely, like, we lived there and then the nudist colony showed up. So, it wasn't like my parents were like, yeah, let's, like, live across the street from the nudist colony. Oh, not no. even that. I was like, did they get a fucking banging deal because they were across no, the street from the no, nudist no, colony? No, no, it, no. No one wanted to fuck with them? No, it definitely all happened later. And again, it, that's, like, a bit, really big thing in Tampa. So, like, you would drive down Land Lakes Boulevard, which was, like, that main road, and there would be, like, fucking every other, like, that's crazy. Yeah, intersection, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was that level. Yeah, it's pretty much that level. That's hysterical. It's a little ridiculous. So I can totally imagine like being a cop <laughs> and going there and being like the only person in clothes because, oh my God. Or there's the time he had to deal with the headless body that was found stuffed <gasps> into a teddy bear in the trunk <gasps> of a car. Holy fuck. Wait, <gasps> in parentheses, it says, we still haven't found the head. <gasps> Grace, what? What the fuck? Oh my god. Okay. But Henry is always very tight-lipped when it comes to his time in the service. For sure. From what I understand, most soldiers from that era don't want to talk about it. I try to prod stories out of him in the mornings when we're drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes outside our office, but he's Fort Knox about some things. Mm. I'm pretty sure he's killed people, so I tell the police recruits not to piss him off. Well, one day, as we were engaging in our caffeine-slash-nicotine ritual, I told him the stories of how many times I've dodged would-be murderers. He nodded his head and actually told me this little gem from his time in the military during Vietnam, and predictably, the bad guy was an American. (gasps) Oof. So, Henry's 65 now, but from what I understand, in his late teens and early 20s, he was quite the Calvin Klein model. Oh, shit! A young, incredibly fit Native American in a uniform. Also, from what he tells me, he looked extremely young, even when he was extremely young. I mean, that skin. Yeah. Fuck. All of which contributed to the following event. (gasps) Henry was in the Chicago airport on a layover. He was traveling in uniform as he was active duty at the time. 
For those who don't know, this was extremely risky for him because public outcry against yeah. Vietnam was so strong that people would verbally and physically assault military personnel. They would, and, like, spit on them and shit. Yeah. And it was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that's not the solution at all. Especially yeah. since a lot of those kids, kids, kids being the operative yes. were fucking drafted against their They didn't will. even want to do that. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, take that shit up with your fucking politicians. Not Seriously. Not the kids who are doing the dirty work. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Except Richard Ramirez's uncle. He's a piece of shit. A piece of fuck shit. You can real. spit on him all yeah, you want. Yeah, that's fine. So they would verbally and physically assault military personnel at every term as a form of protest. Ugh. It wasn't unusual for soldiers to get spit on in public, as yeah. Manny just said. And here was Henry all alone chilling in the Chicago airport for something like four hours. He received a wide array of dirty looks from people who passed by him as they noted his uniform. But one man took a particular interest in him. Oh, no. While Henry was sitting in a chair waiting for his connecting flight, this random dude came and sat down next to him, striking up a conversation. The guy asked Henry all about himself. Where he was from, where he was going, what did he do in the service? Henry lied. Smart. Yes, very smart. Family, friends, etc., Henry was extremely guarded with the guy because Henry expected the conversation to turn hostile at any moment. Also, who the fuck is you? Yeah, you don't, I don't owe you shit. Like, I don't even tell you about my life. Fuck you. Yeah. However, the guy asked Henry how long his layover was. Henry answered about four hours. The guy clucked his concern and said to Henry, wow, that's a really long time to sit in the airport. You know, if you wanted, you could come back to my house. I uh -uh. live close by. You uh -uh. could take a load off, uh -uh. lie down, shower nope. if you need to. Nope. Right? Red flag. Correct. No, 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 no. Henry said, no thanks, I'm good, assuming that this guy was trying to get him alone in order to assault him. Come on, the guy pressed the issue. I'm sure you're tired. It's fine. Spoiler, this is every interaction a woman has multiple times in her life. Right? Multiple times a week, probably. You're like, no, no, thanks. Okay, no. No, but come on. No, and but thank you. Yeah. No. Again, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, thank you, Henry said, wanting to get away from this dude, but also trying to be polite since he was in uniform and therefore representing the armed forces yep. during a time when they didn't need any more bad publicity. Mm -hmm. It took this guy putting his hand on Henry's <gasps> thigh for him to get up and very firmly but still politely, tell the guy to leave him alone. Henry gathered up his belongings and walked away, weirded out by the interaction, but not alarmed or afraid. Yeah, just that guy's was weird and... Yeah. And I didn't like that, but like, I extracted myself from the situation. Right. It's good. About an hour later, Henry was still tooling around the airport when he spotted this guy sitting down next oh, to fuck. another young man. <gasps> so he's just a fucking creepazoid. Yeah, for sure. But Henry said that upon another look, he realized this young man was actually a kid. <gasps> While Henry only looked young, this kid actually was, was young. Fuck. The dude was working the same angle with this kid, saying all the same things. Ugh. As Henry walked by, he could hear the guy saying to the kid, who looked incredibly uncomfortable, it's such a long layover, just come back to my place. You can have a pop and hang out for a while. I, oh my god. The hands oh. is on the forehead. Oh my god, oh my god, I oh my know. god. And and here's the thing. The possibility, because it's the 70s, the possibility that this dude didn't have a ticket to anywhere and was just trolling the Facts. fucking airport is yes. so fucking high. Yes. Oh my fuck. And that was when Henry grasped this dude's scheme. 
Clearly, this guy was trolling for young boys at the airport, trying to get them to come to his house where any number of things might happen. There was no other explanation because if the guy lived nearby, why the hell else would he be at the airport? Mm -hmm. And it was the perfect plan. He was targeting people in transit. People. Exactly. Youngsters, yes, who either weren't going to be missed anytime soon or wouldn't want to report him or would be wanting to get back to the airport and get on their flight rather than go through the horror and difficulty of reporting an assault. Because let's remember, this was a time when homosexuality was considered so taboo that even being the victim of an assault was a profound shame. And Besides, not just that, I don't know if Grace gets into it yeah. tonight because she's a fucking queen and don't she's you ever amazing. goddamn forget it, Grace. When an assault or something happens to you, not where you're from, you have to report it at that place. So if it goes to trial, you have to keep going, going back, back to that and forth. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're some totally people right. are like, whatever, it's just, it was a weird day. I'm just going to go and like, like live I'm my alive, fucking life. Like, let's just, I want to get home and forget this ever fucking happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they take advantage of that. Yeah. That you're not fucking from here. Fuck you. Oh, I hate everyone. Fuck. It's so fucking, oh, so fucking gross. Besides, even if anyone did believe you, they would probably blame you. 10,000 fucking percent. Yes. Again, I fucking hate everyone. It's so fucking wrong and horrible, but like, it's not outside the realm of possibility in any way, shape, or form. For sure. Once again, a predator had found the perfect hunting ground. That is, until he tried to pull one over on Henry. Yes, Yes, Henry. Henry. When Henry saw this guy talking to the kid, he marched straight over to them and leaned over the perpetrator, saying in a low, threatening voice in his ear, Look, asshole, if you don't get the fuck out of here right now, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Henry. Ub fucking sest. Yes, queen. <gasps> I'm not going to lie. Sploosh? A little bit? Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Way sploosh. <laughs> Girl. I mean. Henry. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for like being. Thank one you of for the, your service. Thank you for your service, first and foremost. Thank you for being just like genuinely a good person who's looking out for other people and protecting other people who might not be able to protect themselves. We don't have enough of that. And 10, we really need those people. And we need to appreciate those people when we find them. For sure. Honest to God. But again, Grace wouldn't fuck with him if that wasn't the case. Facts. 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 Yeah. The guy got up and stumbled off, and the kid, whose face was a mixture of fear and relief, sat frozen to his seat as Henry told him to, quote, stay away from that guy and anyone like him, end quote. Oh my god, you poor bunny. I know. But also, bunny, you're so lucky that Henry was there to fucking look out for you. So lucky. Like, ugh. Because people see whack-ass shit happen all the time and they don't do anything. shit, yes. They're like, ugh, I don't want to get involved. Like, it's not my thing. I don't know. I don't know the situation. Maybe I'm mistaking it. Henry's a fucking hero. Henry, you are a fucking hero. Because let's all remember, even though he looked young, by that time, Henry was already a government-trained killer and absolutely could have made good on his threat if he had to. Fuck yeah. Even now, over 45 years later, I can attest to the fact that while Henry is 5'4", what? (laughs) Damn, I did not see that I did not see that coming either. Like, I'm 5'1", and like, oh my god, Henry. Henry will fuck your life up, though. I'm like so much more impressed now than I was 10 seconds ago. And I double like, sploosh. Yes, double sploosh indeed. <laughs> Girl, I can attest to the fact that while Henry is a five foot four, 65 year old pack a day smoker, he's terrifying when he's angry. Mm. 
Anyway, rest easy knowing the good guys are still around, and I'll see your wonderful faces in person in July. XO, 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 Grace. Grace, Grace. you never fucking disappoint. Uh, Facts, I can't wait to see you in July. Oh my god. I'm so fucking excited right now. So excited. Henry. (sighs) Henry! You know, life can be super hard. And it is nice to get those reminders of people like Henry and let's be real, Grace exists in the world. Yes. And realistically, like just our listeners, like, holy fuck. Yes. We can't even handle it, truly. So amazing. We, no bullshit for real, real. Before we start every recording, we basically are like, how the fuck are these rad as fuck people listening to us? Yes. We're and like so fucking lucky. Liking us I and know. like what we say. Yeah. Like they're amazing. Yeah. Everyone who's infinitely cooler than us, infinitely smarter than us. Same. Yeah. How the fuck is this real life? So guys, a very exciting development has just occurred. <gasps> what? I know I said that Amy's story was her last story. Yeah. We've actually just received a story from a friend of mine. Wait, breaking news? Breaking fucking news. You're making a liar out of me. I love it. Let's do this. <laughs> That was not my intention. I love it. Fuck. So this is a a friend of mine, but she's asked to remain anonymous, but I know her to be real. Okay. And she's a delight. So this is legit. This is not somebody who's just... Right. An anonymous person throwing some anonymous stuff out at you. No. Okay. It's not anonymous shit. I know her. And she told me the story, I think, the second time I met her. (gasps) Ooh. All right. Tell us, girl. So I'm super here for it. I know her to be true. I know you to be true, so I trust your judgment of someone else's truthfulness. Light truthiness? Truthiness, <laughs> yes. To use a Stephen Colbertism. I love it. I love it. All right, so here we go. After listening to your first episode on the Chelsea Hotel. Oh, shit! I had to let Mo, me Mo, not second Monique and not <laughs> Third Morgan Monique. Mo. Third yeah. <laughs> because it's the Mo show. I needed to clarify that. Me Mo. Me Mo. <laughs> me Mo. I love that's very Finding cute. Nemo. That's so cute. <laughs> I had to let... I swear we're not drunk, by the way. We're not. This is just us normally. We're just always so giddy with your stories. I had to let Mo know about my personal experience. A friend of mine and their partner lived in the hotel and had <gasps> been for about 20 years. I'm so excited. Girl. Oh. They were kind of a macabre couple to begin with. So their apartment suggested a spooky vibe when you walked in. Only light was by dripping candles and small lamps draped with scarves, which I'm motherfucking here for. That's the vibe. They said that the room once housed Didi Ramon and his murals are still displayed on the ceilings and walls of some of the rooms. What? Fucking rad is that? That's so cool. I've been over numerous times for gatherings and sex parties, as the apartment hosted many consensual parties of that fashion. Oh, shit. I get, love it. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. It, right? Every time I walked into their place, I felt a huge weight over me. Mm. Almost as though there was a weighted blanket covering me. Damn. All right. That's some That's severe intense. shit. Yeah. yeah. Especially when I sat on the couch. I felt like I was being pushed into it and couldn't get up. Oh, no. To add to the sexy vibes, once the party got started... <laughs> Is that a sexy vibe? Okay. Well, she's there at sex parties. Yeah. So she's saying, like... I guess being pushed into the couch is kind of sexy. Sure. I mean, All right. if it's consensual, get it. Yeah, you know? I get it. All right. To add to the sexy vibes, once the party got started, there was almost an animalistic feeling that overcame you and you felt insatiable. 
I have another artist friend who was living in the hotel as well and have gone and sat for them for modeling sessions and I felt absolutely nothing. It was like night and day. Other friends who I have spoken to about this said that just being outside, they always felt drawn to go in. Then when they were there, they didn't want to leave (gasps) or didn't feel compelled to. Okay. So it seems very like vortex. Yeah, it's like it's pulling you in. Yeah, it doesn't want to let you go. Mm -hmm. Also a note to the vintage lovers of the world. Word to the wise. Remember to sage your vintage that you bring into your home furniture and clothing that never the fuck never occurred to me fuck that's actually yeah okay it never i have lots of vintage pieces i was gonna say you have a lot of vintage clothing not just that i have typewriters and oh yeah yeah, and yeah i have a bunch of old bullshit yeah Hmm. the spirit of the previous owner doesn't just come out in creepy dolls (gasps) i had just bought a new to me faux fur dark brown beautiful calf length coat I had worn it out a couple of times and everything was fine till one evening I was at an event and a gentleman in front of me kept turning around and looking at me. During the intermission, he came over and apologized for the glares and he said that he was a medium (gasps) and this has never happened to him before, but I was giving off the strongest energy and it wasn't a positive energy. And, like, I know this person. Full body chills. No, no, no. Girl, you just gave me chills saying that. No, No, literally same. I know this woman. She is such a delight. Like, there was not a negative energy situation. Yeah, I feel like she's resting bitch face and she's just like, okay, this guy's glaring at her because he thinks that she's glaring at him sort of situation. Yeah. Right. No, she's a delight. There's no bad energy coming off of her. Okay. He said he was sorry, but had to move to another seat for the (gasps) rest of the show. Wow. Once I removed the coat... He said he felt nothing. (gasps) I still own it and wear it every winter, but have never felt anything while wearing it or have never had another experience like that while in it. Wow. Right? It's, I have so much old shit in my apartment. It has never occurred to me. I'm just thinking like, I'm remembering this like, bomber jacket that Johnny got like specifically Mm. and it's like that's a really old really nice piece yeah that like definitely could have some history to it so that's really interesting that never occurred to me me neither I'm gonna go home and sage the fuck out of everything sage the fuck out of everything girl oh hey girl thank you hey that was really that gave me like a, a little bit of food for thought on that one for sure yeah you guys we every say it every week. Time they fucking nail it. They I nail can't it. handle it. I can't handle it. We can't handle you. Fuck, we are so fucking grateful to have you guys as our listeners. You're so incredible. We're so in awe of you. Yes. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you should because we put visuals for all of our stories and people have been asking very specifically about Amy's Dear David <gasps> investigative work. Oh shit. So you can find that by f- following us on Instagram. Oh yeah. Another fucking horror podcast. You can find me at Pinup Girl Mo. You can find me at Lobotomy, and that's Lobot period 80. We do the True Listener Tales episode every six weeks, so we're always collecting stories. So please email us your cool, creepy, what the fuck story. Yeah. Whenever you think of it. Whenever send you think of it. Yeah. yeah, send that shit in to another fucking horror podcast at gmail.com with a period instead of the you and fucking guys we're so obsessed with you and so grateful for you 
And remember to keep it cute. Keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.